You guys, I've got to tell you. I've got to tell you. Listen, it's something that I'm not proud of. But maybe it is something I'm proud of. Listen, I've deleted Hinge again. Here I am, third times a... Tr uh, obviously not a charm. Actually, let me be honest with you. If you don't know the law behind all of this, I've talked about Hinge so much on this podcast that it should be a running sponsor. Like, I'm serious. I basically couldn't acquire Hinge for about a year and a half because my account was, for some reason, unjustifiably banned. Imagine. So I then acquire Hinge like two weeks ago. No one likes me for a week. I've got to be honest. I've got to be real. It was trend chiz. It was because there I was for a year, for that year and a half. I am going to grab my coffee really quickly. So don't mind me bending over to get my coffee. For a year and a half, I was fantasizing. I was Ariana Grande unreleased fantasizing. I fantasize about you all the time. That is me to hinge. It was for a year and a half. I was thinking, oh, hinges. That's the one. I get hinge. No one likes me in a straight weak not even someone that i didn't find attractive because there's always those people and i'm sure i'm that person for other people as well just someone that doesn't line up with you right i didn't even get one of them so then you guys this is how desperate i was getting and the rumors are true desperate times do call for desperate measures because there i was about a week into not receiving a like i was getting it quite frankly p-i-double-s-e-d off i was getting pissed off so i started messaging people i was like <laughs> in all caps to begin with i was like experiment I need to see if my hinge has blacklisted me, so please interact with this in any way, even if you don't find me attractive. No one responded. So either no one wanted to be a part of the experiment or I have been blacklisted from hinge. I kind of think that being blacklisted is worse than being banned because I was under the impression that I was a fully fledged hinge member. I was proud. But there I was, blocked from Hinge once again. The battle of Kit Costello and Hinge continues. Welcome back to Self Interrupted. Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Kit Costello. I think this is episode 13 or 14, maybe 13, I believe, of season two of Self Interrupted. And I do want to start to preface. Season two will be ending pretty soon. Um, I think season two is ending sometime in December. I mean, it's kind of crazy. We started the season in July, I want to say. It's quite a long, long season. Anyway, welcome back. Today we're talking about allowing yourself to evolve, which is a subject that I have recently been inspired to talk about. And that's what I found recently, on, especially this season of Self Interrupted, is that I'm just talking about stuff that's in my life at the moment that I'm actually going through and that is affecting me and that um, I can talk about freely for about an hour, right? So that's what we're talking about today. But as always, I like to catch you guys up on what's been going on in my past week. Now, there is a bit of catching up to do, so let's get into it. What's been going on in my past week? Let's have that conversation. So last Monday, I had awoken at Emma's in London. I stayed there because I think I talked about it last episode when I was doing the weekly recap. We had a games night there and then I ordered chips. Remember that from the Uber on the other side of London? Exactly, exactly. I woke up at Emma's and we just went for a little morning walk and we went to get a little hot chocolate from a little fancy cafe near her in London, which is always fun. I got, yeah, I got my little hot chocolate with the chocolate shavings on top, which is very exciting. And I will tell you, and I've got to be honest and I've got to be real, there was the hottest cute cutest guy working at the coffee shop and I don't know what to, I don't know how to interact with hot people I don't know how to act around hot people and I've got to be honest I have and he was just really cute and I quite frankly I was already fantasizing unreleased Ariana Grande about him I was like oh my gosh he works at a coffee shop that's so slay like we'd wake up in London and then I'd like run down and he'd give me a free croissant even though I can't eat it because it has gluten in but you know I was just romanticizing our life but Alas, he didn't even look at me twice. Um, so yeah. Oh my gosh. And then, okay, so I then 
got back to King's Cross to get my train home, of course. And lo and behold, my train was leaving in maybe two minutes. And I was like, okay, I can make that a little run, a hop, skip and a jump. Because reminder, my foot is now healed. So there I was doing a little run through King's Cross. It was the London Marathon era, of course. And I get to the barrier and I tap my phone and it doesn't open. The barrier at the gates, yeah, everyone scream. And I'm like, guys, I have two minutes. And then the guy, this like man, course it's like oh just tap it again and i was like okay so tap it again and it doesn't work and then he's like fiddling around with the barrier because it must be broken or something and i'm like mate i'm gonna miss the train like i just I, it's fine like leave it i'm gonna miss the train i'll get the next one and he was like oh no you won't you won't so i tap in again it opens as i walk in the train leaves now bear in mind i'm not trapped in the pissing barrier i now have to come out tap back out and then once another train comes i have to tap back in so that's a whole journey wasted because you guessed it a man was wrong. So now I missed my train, came back out, and he literally like ran away from the crime scene, never to be seen again. And he was like around my age. So I was like, ugh. Anyway, then I did a bit of like light-hearted window shopping in light-hearted window shopping. Okay, what is this? Middle-aged woman. I'm upset. Did a bit of light-hearted window shopping. Exactly. In King's Cross, I went to the following. I went to Nike because I really need some new running shoes, but I think I might ask for them for Christmas. Um, and then went to Space and K. We do love Space and K. No, we do. However, some of the workers are ever so slightly how you say mm, judgmental. It's kind of the opposite of Lush. If you've ever been to a Lush in the UK, you walk into a Lush and instantly someone's at your face trying to like bottle feed you. But at Space and K, I feel like people are like taking that bottle away. I don't know, didn't get anything anywhere. I was just window shopping, like I said. I then went to a shop called And Other Stories, which is kind of like, I would say it's like a fancy H&M, but I found these earrings. Okay, so I found these earrings because I'm kind of in my, I'm in my investing in pieces that I want to wear for a long time. So for example, I'm currently wearing earrings right now that I actually really, really love. They're from a brand called Monica Fender, Fender? I don't know. My friend Moya had like a discount code on them. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go ahead and get the steel while I can. So yeah, I'm trying to like invest in little pieces here and there. Um, and I'll get onto that in a second because I invested in a lot of clothing recently this week. Yeah, I went to another stories and I found these really nice earrings, but they were like mismatched. So one earring was different to the other. They were, how would I describe them? They were like a, a pearl drop earring, but with different designs on each pearl. And one was, baby, it was tacky looking. And I was almost... I was almost, this is kind of cheeky of me, but I almost swapped out the earrings. I almost swapped one, the tacky looking one and replaced it with another set's nicer looking one. Would that have been bad of me? I don't, I mean, I don't know. Alas, I didn't do it because I just, I'm not that kind of girl. I, 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 the guilty, the guilty conscience would have just followed me. I then made my way back home. So moving on to Tuesday, I recorded and edited the last episode of the podcast and I recorded and edited the podcast in a record breaking time. I edited last week's episode of the podcast in two hours and 40 minutes. Incredibly fast. It normally takes me like all day, but something about me last week was just giving like Avengers. I don't know. I was just, I had like every single trait of like a superhero. I was just banging through the editing process. I was so focused last week and it was incredible. Thursday I did nothing because it says I've done nothing on my notes. On Friday I did more graphics for the podcast Instagram because I do this thing where I have like a single photo split up for like three posts on the Instagram. You can go and check it out if you want. But I had to design like a full Instagram row which would I don't know look good and luckily it did. I don't know it took me a while to do but I now have that template. So that was fun. And then on Saturday, I really fancied chocolate. Do you guys ever fancy just dark chocolate? I really fancy dark chocolate with peanut butter, with banana, like a little dark chocolate button. And then 
covered in peanut butter and then a little slice of banana on top. Beautiful. And then I also got dates, medjool dates. Loved it. Sainsbury's taste a difference, may I add. And then I opened them up, put peanut butter in them with dark chocolate and it was yummy. And then lastly, on Sunday, I used hair removal cream on my face. Like, okay, sure. Why is that in my notes? Because I haven't had laser for like a month and a half now. I actually have a meeting with my laser technician next week about what we're gonna do moving forward with my laser treatments. But yeah, and then I did my eyebrows, which I love doing at the moment. I think my eyebrows are like kind of giving recently, I'm not gonna lie. And then this is when I did my investing. I was in, I was in my investment banking era because I shopped at M&S. I did, I did a massive clothing haul at M&S. I bought, so I've really been wanting to have a capsule wardrobe recently. I think I've expressed to you guys that I really want to give Princess of Duty in my fashion statements. So I'm thinking Princess Diana vibes. But for that, I really need like nice, reliable basics that I feel confident in all day round. You know, I think for me, I feel really confident sometimes in my body when I'm wearing certain clothes, but there are certain clothes in my wardrobe that I know that I don't feel confident in if I'm feeling a certain type of way about my body, you know? So I got rid of all those clothes that made me feel insecure. They are all in a charity bin somewhere, bless it be. And I just have clothes now that I feel confident in constantly. I don't wanna have clothes in my wardrobe that I don't feel confident in. Like I'm over that, I'm over feeling, and I am gonna talk about it on Self Interrupted. I'm over feeling not 100%, 100% of the time. I should, I don't care. Why shouldn't I feel good in a top? What do you mean I have to feel a certain way so that I can wear this piece of clothing? Baby, if I don't feel good in it 100% of the time, you're out. Like, you are done, you are over. So I went to M&S. I literally rehauled my wardrobe, which was really, really fun. I got about five different styles of tops in black and white each. And then I got a new pair of jeans. I'm actually wearing a new top today. So if you're watching on Spotify, you can see. It's like a short sleeve turtleneck that's white and then I have these new jeans on and I think it all came to about 180 pounds for like a new pair of jeans, 10 different tops and an, a pair of loafers, which I think is really, really good, honestly, for 180 pounds. So yeah, slaying. And then I came back home and then my brothers wanted to put on a fireworks display and their girlfriends were over and we like all watched fireworks, which by the way, I've got to say it, bless it be to my brothers, fireworks are so anticlimactic. Sorry. Wee! Now what? We had sparklers. I feel like fireworks display kind of loses their touch once you pass the age of 12. Fireworks were never that fierce to me when I was younger. And I still hate the noise of fireworks. That kind of, as it's going up into the air, it's like, whoosh, hate it. Do not like that. That's what's been going on in my past week. Very mundane, but also a state of evolving was happening. It was because I did kind of push myself to get rid of some clothes that I just didn't feel comfortable in and I evolved in that way. And that is what kind of was the catalyst for this episode because I truly think that in this past week I've made a next step into my next evolution. The reason why I wanted to do this episode this week is like I said, I've recently really been in tune with what I wanna talk about on the podcast and I'm kind of using it as a bit of a extension of myself in comparison to season one where I had a lot of titles that I just wanted to hit. Now I may have a title this week that I wanna work on next week, but a couple days before I record, I might think actually I've gone through this thing and I wanna express it on the podcast because in a couple of weeks time, I might not feel inspired to talk about it again. Recently, I've really felt a, I would say subconscious shift in my life. A couple months ago, I was really deep in the trenches and I did talk about it on here in the episode 
basing my worth on analytics around that time was when I truly was very, very deep in the trenches and deep in like self-loathing and self-worth, like not feeling good enough at all. I think naturally recently I've really felt a shift in the best way possible because it's it's not even like I'm trying to feel better. I just feel better. And I really can sense that my energy is so much more positive. And for that reason, I feel like I'm entering this like new phase of my life that feels slightly more mature and slightly more grounded. I think that's the thing that I feel the most recently is that I feel more grounded. And a reason for this is I've recently left my modeling agency, Breaking News in the KCCU, which I've I really touched on very, very briefly on my TikTok. There were certain reasons why I just didn't want to be in my agency anymore. Just because I've really felt, I always feel slightly uneasy in agencies. When you're a model, and if you are a model, you will understand this feeling. It's it's feeling as though you have to drop everything in an instant really, really quickly. Because you'll have a casting, or you have to do a self-tape. So when I'm not signed to an agency, I've really... I kind of forget how at ease I feel. And also being signed to an agency and not getting work, which I wasn't getting really any work with this past agency that I was with, but that's just how the industry works sometimes, you know? But when I wasn't getting work, I think a lot of the time you do blame yourself and you think, oh, it's my fault. It's not the agency's fault. Not that it is the agency's fault. I think sometimes, like I said, it is just the industry and the way it is at the moment. But I mean, with my past agency, I think I got two jobs in a year, which for me just, you know, isn't good enough at all but and it was always a case of me getting all my own jobs and getting my work you know the cover that I got that was me I did that shoot and then I pushed it for publication and they were really helpful and they um they were also trying to push it for publication as well so there's no bad blood with my agency at all I think they are so sweet and honestly it's the first and really only agency that I've been with that I felt like really saw the vision for me and they got it but it was just it kind of sucked that I just felt it wasn't the right time but maybe I can come back to them in a couple of years time and it's it's been left really, really well and um, which is really nice in an industry that's so vicious sometimes that this agency has just been so sweet and my manager's been so lovely. In that way, I guess I have subconsciously moved into a new era because I'm not signed to an agency anymore and I'm, I guess in some way I'm freelancing again. And I remember I had the same kind of perspective of my life when I left my first agency back in 2022. And it was just this freshness that I felt. It was this rebirth almost. And I truly feel it because in a way when you're almost marketing yourself to be in a new agency because obviously I want to get signed again you kind of reevaluate yourself and you recalibrate yourself to push yourself further and almost just feel inspired again because when you're with an agency you're very cautious that you don't want to change too much about yourself because you have an image to uphold so if I wanted to cut my hair I'd have to mention that to them and it just feels very pressurized you know but when you're self-employed I don't have to ask anyone I can just ask myself ask my friends do you think this will look good on me I really feel like I have some of my power back which wasn't taken away from me but it just it felt like in some way I didn't have that but now I really feel like I've gained that back. You know, I feel like this episode could very much be in conjunction with a previous episode that I've done called How to Enter a New Era, which was the first episode of season two. And I think that is such a, around that time was such a perfect example of allowing yourself to evolve because I think in some way, a lot of the time we can step in in front of ourselves if we have the idea that we want to change in some way. When I started season two, I had a artwork that I wanted to base the season around and it was cartoon artwork if you weren't here for season one in season one I had an illustration as the cover of self-interrupted and in season two I hired the same artist to do a really incredible 
cover art of me on a train with all these awards next to me. And for certain reasons, I changed that incredibly last minute. Like the podcast came out, the trailer for the podcast came out and I changed it within the hour. I remember thinking to myself, okay, I can either rework this cover art or I can evolve. The podcast can evolve. And I chose to evolve and it's, I, I really think the podcast benefited massively from this. I think the difference from season one to season two of Self Interrupted is night and day, just in my confidence. And in the sense that, you know, I now have video podcasts and the topics are slightly more grounded, I think. So I really think that that is a great example of allowing yourself to evolve because if I had held myself back, I don't know what I'd be doing. I don't know if I would have been as inspired to do the podcast as I am right now. How I feel like I'm evolving right now is I really feel like I have a stronger belief system in myself. And like I said, I think that's because I've left my agency and I am starting to really know my worth at the moment. And I really don't think I had that, I, I, I guess, for the first couple of years as a model. I always didn't, that imposter syndrome really kicks in when you're a model and any kind of creative or any job, I guess. I really didn't believe in myself. And now I really... I don't know, I, I see the worth and I see the potential and I see what I have to offer. I wrote this down in my notes. I said, I'm evolving away from not believing that I could do something and knowing that I can. Not me being an inspirational diva on the podcast today. I also have written down here that I'm not minimizing my feelings or my worth. And I'm, I, I'm tapping into my emotion. And again, that could be to do with the podcast as well. I'm kind of talking about the feelings that I have rather than talking about a, a random subject, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I've come into a new version of myself. It doesn't necessarily feel like a new start. It just feels like a, a new chapter. I believe when you're evolving, there are a few things that are evolving with you simultaneously to allow you to like get to the next stage in your life. And the first one that I've written down is physically. You can physically evolve in your fitness journey. You can physically evolve in the way that your hair looks, your eyebrows look. And what I've written down first is laser hair removal. Honestly, I actually wanna talk about it really quickly. I think, I think this year for me hasn't been incredibly successful work-wise. I mean, in some way it has, I think I'm being quite harsh on myself. I think that this year, has been pivotal in the sense that I have been evolving and I've been honing myself, not my work, not not relationships, but myself, my relationship with myself and the confidence that I have in myself. And something that really has brought me a lot of confidence is laser hair removal. If you don't know, I get laser hair removal on my face. I, I can't even tell you the amount of confidence that it has brought me. As someone that has struggled with a lot of gender dysphoria and spent you know a couple of years trying to have the closest shave to my face because i have really really thick dark hair not having to worry about that anymore you guys don't even understand the gender euphoria that i get from just existing not not thinking ever not me getting emotional but like uh, not me thinking every day oh my gosh okay i can't shave today because I, it needs to be long enough for me to be able to shave um, in two days because I have this thing on Friday, but I also have this thing on Saturday. So is it going to grow back within that time? Girl, I literally haven't shaved in like a month and a half and nothing's happened. Honestly, I feel so privileged to be able to afford laser hair removal, first of all, because it is very expensive and very out of budget for so many people. But for me, I'm not someone that spends a lot of money. I don't buy designer clothes. I don't buy designer bags. Um, I don't go on holidays. For me, investing in myself is so important. And I don't think you can spend enough money investing in yourself. I don't know if that's a bit of a hot take, but you know, I spent so much money on Invisalign, 
which is like teeth correction. I spent, you know, laser hair removal. And for me, it's just oh, that feeling. It's gender euphoria for me, which then doesn't make me depressed, which then brings me confidence, which then makes me want to go out more, which then makes me more available. You know how many times my friends were asking me to go out and I'd say, oh, I don't really feel well. Oh, I don't really feel like it. But it was literally just because I wanted my hair to grow out on my face so that I could shave it the next day. That was how much it was affecting me personally. And now I can just live and not think about it. I just feel so lucky. So laser hair removal this year has been major for me. And like I said, I really feel like this year has been a year of growth, a year of development and a year of, I was about to say self-coming. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know, just, it, it's a year for me. It's not a year for my work. It's not a year to, I don't know. You know what I mean, you get what I'm saying. The next point that I put down in the physically category that has evolved for me is eyebrows. I really discovered the art of threading one's eyebrows. And quite frankly, I'm never looking back. I started threading my eyebrows. Well, I got someone to thread my eyebrows. I would say in like June. Eyebrows didn't really affect me too much, to be honest. But now I look back, I, I can't imagine not threading them. I mean, I, I pluck my eyebrows now and they are getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And I do, I do, I need to look out because I don't want them to get too thin. But then again, I just think it's so feminizing and I think it looks so pretty. And again, it just brings me so much confidence. And I was talking to Olivia about this. We all know Olivia. And she was saying, I don't think people actually notice but I notice and I said to her you know what I think people do but subconsciously they notice your eyebrows it's not necessarily a bad thing if your eyebrows look bushier but I think for me it's just it it's it, I think people noticed not even your eyebrows but just the confidence that you have that confidence that I have post laser is the same confidence that I have with eyebrows you know the next thing that I wrote down was new clothes so like I mentioned this week I went to M&S to buy basically a whole new wardrobe and I got rid of all of those clothes that I just don't feel comfortable in 90% of the time and I do want to elaborate on this slightly more because I do think that people will relate to me on this because I think what I found is that a lot of the time, what you're going through is not that unique. And a lot of the time, so many people are going through exact same things as you're experiencing similar things to you, especially people around your age. I would say 90%, no, 70% of the old clothes that I used to have, I wouldn't wear most of the time because I didn't feel confident wearing them. I was like, oh, I need to feel specifically this way to wear those clothes. It was such a waste of my time because I'd think, oh, okay, I feel confident enough to wear this piece of clothing and I put it on and I'd feel awful about myself. I'd think, oh, I'm not at the stage where I feel confident enough to wear this clo these clothes yet. I'll have to wait another couple of weeks. Girl, bin it. So I literally gave all of those clothes to charity and now I only have clothes that I feel confident in. And you guys, when I tell you it was one of the best decisions I've made this month. I now just, I know I look good in these clothes and I know that they flatter my body in the best way possible. And I just feel comfortable. I don't feel tight. Something that I was doing that I will get onto in a second is I was taking myself so seriously. The clothes that I was wearing, I just felt like I couldn't dress down. And I still kind of feel that in some way. I mean, I am wearing a turtleneck on the podcast right now. So yeah, I just feel so much more confident in these clothes. And I don't know, I think it's just, such a great step forward to have clothes that aren't like the most out there pieces of clothing. It's just incredibly basic clothes that I can dress up, I can dress down because I was always like, I felt so nipped and tucked and tight and the jeans were tight on me and the, the top was tight. And I was just, what are we doing? I don't even like wearing tight clothing. Like it's just so unflat, it feels so unflattering. Feeling confident in 
the clothes that I put on my body is very important. And moving on to feeling confidence in my body, um, specifically my hair. So I'm getting my hair done this week. I'm getting a, I, I would say a bob. Um, I wouldn't, maybe it's not a bob because I'm not having a fringe with it, but I'm getting my hair cut to like very short, very much giving February 2023 Kit Costello. And I'm very excited. I think that again, it's going to be another step in the right direction for me. So look out on my Instagram and on my TikTok to see my hair. And obviously next week I will debut the new hair. Gender in evolution for me, oh my gosh. I mean, is there a more important topic? I don't even know. Gender for me is so incredibly fluid and I get asked about my gender all the time, which I do wanna eventually do a podcast episode about it, but I don't even know what I'm going through at the moment. And I think that what I've noticed is that a lot of people want to label you and a lot of people are very judgmental if you don't have a label. They think that you're fishing as a certain gender, as a certain sexuality they a lot of people are very nasty when it comes to gender and it's not even that they're you know transphobic homophobic they're part of the communities but they just want to know and i think in some way there is a slight bit of envy when some people can really explore their gender and others don't feel comfortable in themselves enough to do that and they just want you to know what you are and i don't know yet And I think that's fine. And it's a decision that I've come to by myself. And I think there are so many listeners listening to this podcast that are probably going through the same thing. I remember seeing an interview with Bimini. They were saying that they just want to be excluded from gender. And I resonated with that so much. The idea of just being taken out of the equation for me was so freeing. Trying to present as feminine, trying to present as masculine, trying to be a woman, trying to be a man. It was just so constrictive. If I was trying to be feminine, I had to be feminine. And that's all I could be. I couldn't wear certain articles of clothing. I couldn't wear my hair a certain way. I had to present fully as that. And I think for me, it was always how others viewed me. And it was always, what are they going to think of me? Are they going to address me in this way? Am I going to make them uncomfortable? You know, it it was just so complex, convoluted and layered that once I stripped it back and I was just like, baby, just be yourself. The amount of pressure that society puts on people, I don't know, it's just, I don't don't like it if I'm gonna be real. And I think that gender is such a social construct and I just don't think that people know that enough yet. It's something that has been made up. There's beauty in gender, but I also think that there's, I don't know, a bit of like evil in gender and the way that society views gender and pushes gender onto people. I'm, I'm happy to talk about it on my terms and I want to get that across like I don't know I are you are you trans are you this are you that and it feels so pressured and there's an undertone from certain people and I do want to emphasize that not I don't feel this from everyone that asks that question at all I think 90% of people are asking that out of curiosity and just to start a conversation about it and to make me feel safe and included which I really truly appreciate but there are like a 10% of people that are just very they pressure you they're like well, you can't say you're this if you're not doing this and you can't have this if you can't do this. And it's just very jarring. When I was buying those clothes, it felt very freeing because I don't know, it's not like I'm wearing clothes that are necessarily very, very feminine now, quote unquote. I'm wearing clothes that are masculine, but I feel feminine in the way that I am naturally. And that's just me. But yeah, I don't know. I think that gender is something that is always evolving for me, constantly, forever. I think it will. And I think that that is so important to know that it will. 
I really think that this season of Self-Interrupted has been a coming of age season for me because it's been very personal. I've talked about topics that, like I've said, this episode have just been close to me and that I have been experiencing. And it just feels very much like you guys have been listening to me grow up and become an adult, which I mean, I guess legally I am an adult, but I don't know. I just feel like I'm really, I've matured this season um, in a great way. In the past couple of years, I've also had evolution in my friendships. And by this, I mean, I've lost friends, I've gained friends, I've become slightly distant with certain friends. And I think that there are definitely pros and cons about this. You know, I think that naturally I've lost friends in the past couple of years that just weren't really aligning with the course that my life was taking. So for example, some of my old friends had views about gender that I didn't really agree with. And I felt like I would really be holding myself back if I was still friends with them. And um, I think that allowing yourself to evolve from friendships as well is very important because when I was evolving from those friendships, a couple of years ago, I did feel really guilty about it. And I felt like the way that I handled situations a couple of years ago probably weren't the best and they still aren't the best at all. But I think for me, it was just a case of wanting to move away from certain friends because I just didn't feel like I was getting anything out of the friendship. I felt like I was putting everything into that friendship and evolving for me is just putting myself first in some ways. Well, not always, you know, evolving isn't totally selfish, but I think for me, there are a few friends that I had that were just so, it felt very taxing being friends with them because it felt as though I was constantly having to push against ideology that they had that was very backwards. Again, it's giving yourself that grace to allow that to happen, not feeling stuck in friendships. And now I am not saying, and I don't want you to think that I'm on the podcast saying, you got to cut all your friends off that you don't think work in your life anymore. If you really feel like a friend is holding you back or even just taking advantage of you because there can be some people around you that just aren't benefiting you and are being, let's be real, kind of toxic, right? For me, letting go of those friends, it was very hard to begin with because there were friends that I let go of a couple of years ago that I was friends with for like 10 years. Like friends that I've had since I was 10 years old. Letting go of them was very, very hard because they're the first person you want to text if you've done something cool or something bad's happened to you um you always want to know what they're doing and like i said evolving is something gradual so gradually it will get easier and gradually you will find new friends i don't know i think i don't know i I don't know if this episode has been quite um philosophical but i don't know let me know what you think i hope you've enjoyed this episode i actually really love talking about it i feel like it's been quite therapeutic for me allowing yourself to evolve is always going to be the best thing to do because you're one step closer to being the person that you're meant to be. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Self Interrupted. Before you go, I do have the recommendation of the week, which is a song by Maisie Peters called Yoko, which is on the Good Witch Deluxe. A really great song. It's acoustic. It's sad. It's just really nice. And I've been listening to it fiercely in my headphones while walking down the streets of London recently. But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, please make sure to rate it on any stream platform that you're listening to it on. You can follow me on Instagram and on TikTok at kit.costello. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and on TikTok at selfinterruptedpod. You can look at my website, www.kitcostello.com. But other than that, I'm sending you so much love as always, Kit. (laughs) 